Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Hyperconscious Podcast. Alan, what is Hyperconscious? Once you understand why something is the way that it is, now you have the power to change it. Great conversations with great people and great questions are the keys to the kingdom of unlocking your consciousness. Every single action that you do starts as a thought. When you control the way you think, you will control the way you act, and you will control the way you live. That is hyper-conscious. Ladies and gentlemen, the Hyperconscious Podcast is proudly sponsored by our friend and mentor David Meltzer of the Playbook Podcast. He was kind enough to join us on episode 144 and 135. Folks, it has become Kevin and I's mission in life to help you realize that the life of your dreams is right on the other side of you becoming the greatest version of yourself. Let us help you do that. I rarely do these things twice in such a short amount of time, but you guys impress me. I, I believe in people that provide value and of our service. You two guys are on your way to huge fulfillment, purpose, and profitability, and I look forward to helping you both. We appreciate that more than you know. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of the Hyperconscious Podcast. We hope you enjoyed <laughs> our latest five-minute clinic where Alan and I sat down and talked all about practice. Today, for episode number 211, we are going to do a small talks episode on the word state, and we're not talking about geographically. Geographically. Oh, it's been a while. Yeah, it's been Throwback. A while. Throwback on that. Okay, so... Before we jump into this episode, I want you to go to the hyperconsciouspodcast.com, click on join, hashtag hyperconsciousnation. I will be going live in there later tonight. I am excited for that to talk about some experiences we had at Your World Within Live this past weekend in Hollywood Beach, Florida. Also, if you are listening or watching and you come across something that motivates you, inspires you, or helps break something loose, please do not hesitate to share it on the gram, tag Alan and myself, because again, we are trying to make the entire world as hyperconscious as humanly possible. Yes. That's that. Okay, so now I'm going to define the word state. So first, Kevin basically said the topic he wanted was controlling your state. Yes. And we'll get into the context of why he chose that topic. Yes. But yes. to define state, there's actually, Kev, there's... 12 definitions. I Believe it or not, there's 18. 18, all right. 18 definitions. Well, okay. you know which one it is. I know which one is most relevant to perfect, this episode. Perfect, perfect. Okay. A particular condition of mind or feeling. The next one. An abnormally tense, nervous, or perturbed condition. Perturbed. Been there. Been yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, politically, no. Territory, no. Geographically. No. These are all government, political. For the birds. Right. Do, 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 do. Makes sense, state as in like government. Right. Okay. Dude. The condition of matter with respect to structure, form, constitution, phase, or the like. No. Status, rank, or position in life. The style of living befitting the style of living befitting a person of wealth and or high rank. No. Okay. So here's the two definitions that are relevant out of the eighteen. We apologize. Mm. <laughs> Number one, a particular condition of mind or feeling. 
or number two, an abnormally tense, nervous, or perturbed condition. Perturbed. So if you will hear Alan or myself reference or reference reference ourselves, that's not really qualify. <laughs> classify. <laughs> so far so good. If you, if you hear Alan or I classify ourselves as being in an unresourceful state, all that really means is we're not in a good place. We're overwhelmed. Our human needs, our basic human needs aren't being met, basically. Maybe we're overtired, maybe right. we're overworked, maybe we're over a lot of things or under a lot of things. So that, that is what it means when we say we're in an unresourceful state. That is what the state that we're talking about is. And so to provide context, when you're in what we refer to as an unresourceful state, it basically means that your ability to perform and handle challenges um, are is far less. Yes. Okay. Yes. So first question for Kevin. Yes, that's me. Excuse me, I had to burp. That's okay. okay. People have heard me talk a lot about Tony Robbins' state story strategy framework. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Tony believes that state is actually the most important, and I've come to agree. Question for Kevin. For you, how do you manage your state even when things around you get crazy and when you're way outside your comfort zone? So the reason we are doing this, this episode, the reason this is something that I thought would resonate highly with me and Alan because... This weekend, it was basically a four-day weekend, even though it wasn't like a vacation. It was We landed in Florida at like 10 in the morning on Thursday. Um, we ate. We went straight to the gym. Yep. Then we went to the Airbnb. I, we took a nap. Again, we were both running on two or three hours of sleep. Yep. I went and picked Taryn up at the airport Thursday night. We got back home. You guys talked for a while. Like Yes. You guys had a really good conversation. So we were up until like midnight or one. About relationships. About relationships. And basically... There was there was the first time that Taryn and I had traveled like that together. I mean, we've gone to New Hampshire, we've gone to the Cape, we've done some other things, but I was very overwhelmed the whole trip and it was a lot. It was a lot and it's it's there's Savage Kevin who stays up all night doing whatever work it takes and also goes to the gym no matter what, no matter how much sleep he's on, no matter, you know, how long of a drive it is, whatever. There's there's no excuses. It's just just results is yep. what we're looking for. <laughs> um and then there's loving warm Kevin who is supportive and who is cuddly and hugging and and trying to be cute and dancing and all that stuff. So And funny. And funny. And it was just a balance of when your state like normally when I'm traveling, I'm overwhelmed. I'm usually in an unresourceful state. Yeah. But it doesn't matter because you understand that I'm going to be probably not a, a dick, but like I'm, <laughs> I'm just in an unresourceful state, so I'm not going to be super happy. I'm not super jolly. I'm just doing what I know has to get done. Exactly. And when your girlfriend's there, you don't want to project that onto her. She's down there to support me. She's not down there to be my... I was, I was going to say punching bag, but I don't want to say that. That's not... You know what I mean? No, I know what you're She's saying. She's not down there to feel the repercussions of me being overwhelmed. Like she wants to enjoy herself. She wants to enjoy herself, see what I do, support me, right. be an awesome girlfriend, which she was. And that's why it's so important to control your state because, number one, I don't want her to think I don't appreciate her being down there because I was so appreciative. It was amazing. It was amazing. Number two, I want her to realize that this is sustainable and it's not always going to be this way, right? This this was just the hardest weekend I've ever had in my entire life. When I got home, I told Matt that. Like, it's amazing getting off stage and having people walk up to you and like say, oh my God, that was amazing. Can you stay and talk with me instead of going to lunch? Like, that's awesome. That's my dream come true. But it's also like, then everybody wants to like, oh, let's go to lunch. Let's go to this. And it's like, let's you gotta, take a picture. Yeah, it's just, yeah. there's so much going on that sometimes 
it's hard to it's hard to manage your state. And I was like super dehydrated. I was oh, hungry. Oh yeah, man. Tired. I didn't, I didn't drink an ounce of water the whole time we were there, basically. Right. So I guess running re- on caffeine. Yeah, running on caffeine in dreams. But the reason mm. I wanted to talk about this was because I really had to get very familiar with on a minute to minute basis, like where is my state right now? Am I unresourceful? Most of the time I was. Am I projecting that onto the people around me? Yes, I did. I did. I, I'll talk about that too. Um how are me how are me and Taryn doing? Like I know she's tired. She's been up all day too. And this is an overwhelming experience for anybody. So I was really trying to measure my state and make sure that I wasn't I wasn't taking out things on other people that were my own fault or my own problem or my own insecurities, my own overwhelm, basically. So I think we've all been there before where we were in a bad place physically or mentally. Like if you've ever woken up hungover, that's a very unresourceful state. Imagine Getting, what'd you get, three hours of sleep? Yeah, something like that. And then jumping on a plane, which is a fear of yours. Yeah. And then basically being in a situation. This is the thing that I found most fascinating. So you had clients down there. You had the Your World Within Live team. We had a schedule that we needed to keep because we were doing a dry run that night. Mm -hmm. You had to pick up people to and from the airport. You had to have conversations with me. So... There's a version of Kevin, there's a version of all of us that we allow to shine in every different circumstance. But what happens when you have a client, a girlfriend, and your business partner all in the same car, and you have basically more to accomplish than you've ever had to accomplish with shifting priorities in real time, and everyone has a different expectation of who you're going to be for them. Yeah. And that's kind of where you were at. I I didn't know what hat to wear. Right, like Savage Kevin would have turned on the music and drove and done whatever. Right, L- loving—I gotta sneeze. Nope, loving boyfriend Kevin would have turned on a different kind of music and listened better. But and then like Coach Kevin <laughs> would have done probably no music and just deep talks. But it's like right. there's so many different things going on, and it's it's a lot. But I want to level up to that. Right. I want to level up to that. So that's a goal of mine. So that's. The way I do it usually, and I said this before, is usually I can really get in my head really quickly and, and make minute-to-minute shifts. Like, what you're about to say is not right for this time. Yeah. And I wasn't, I literally was so overwhelmed that I've never trained, you revert to your training, <laughs> I've never trained at that level before. I've right. never been that overwhelmed while balancing clients, girlfriend, event, business partner, friend, right. gym, schedule, all of that. Yep. All of that. So it was just a Plus lot. we had the mastermind with Catherine about yeah. about the next... Not to mention your second time on stage ever. Right, right. Which right. is already in and of its... Think about that. Even just that, the second time ever on stage, this is the biggest audience we've ever been in front of. Yeah. And just that alone is overwhelming to most people. Now add clients, friend, business partner, girlfriend schedule masterminds and dry run yeah i can totally understand on why the, on the so last much. day amy and i went outside shout out to og amy we went outside to just get some fresh air because it, was, it had been a long weekend her and i didn't really get any any one-on-one time that much and i just i said like you know how i'm sure every, like last night everybody was saying how tired and overwhelmed they were i said i think people forget that like i'm naturally probably o- more tired and overwhelmed than you guys, just because this is so overwhelming to me. But also, I hate planes. I was on stage, right. by, by the way. Like, I was one of the people up there. <laughs> I picked people up and dropped people off in the airport. And I'm, I'm also afraid of the flight home. Right. The whole time. Yeah. The whole time I'm down there, I'm thinking of getting home. And you have me trying to mix things up last minute. Yeah. So, and like, we spent, we spent the entire 
dinner talking to Evan Carmichael about our YouTube channel. And he ripped us he a ripped new us one. He ripped us a new butthole. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I think that, like, the thing is, people do see the polished product. They see you and I on stage, and we did a really good job. We did a really good job. Catherine did a really good job. It was a great event. Oh, but what they, they don't see is, like, that's hard for me. That's not easy. It's not easy for me. Maybe it looks easy, and I hope it looks easy, because if yeah. it looks easy, that means I'm doing a good job. But it's not easy. Yeah. None of that was easy for me. That was the hardest weekend I've ever had in my entire life, naturally. like And, and the best. Yeah, One of the, the best. best. But by yeah. default, it was the most difficult thing I've ever done. Yeah. And then you add in, I met three of my clients that I've never met in person before. Yeah. <laughs> and that was the first <laughs> all time. All on the same day. All on the same day. Yeah. I, that's the first time I've ever traveled on a plane with Taryn. Yeah, like that far away, you know. So it was just a lot, but I do want to give a huge shout out to Taryn because she literally made a group chat with everybody. Right. It, what is it called? We have no idea what's going on. Nobody knows anything. Nobody knows something anything. like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she took she took lead on that and set up an amazing dinner at this ridiculously nice restaurant. That was so nice. And I that was when I was probably going into that restaurant. I was so overwhelmed. Like that was one of the lowest points of the weekend for me. We had just left the dry run. I was super overwhelmed. I yeah. hadn't slept. Yeah. And I had to shift my state when I got in that room. I think I did a good a job there. A good a, a good a job there. You did, you did. Um, but after the event, so everybody wanted to go swimming. They wanted to go to the beach. And I was like so set on going to the gym. I just needed to get away yeah, from the people. gym is therapy. It's I needed so, to get to the gym, yeah. and uh, I wasn't the best version of Kevin for sure. I apologized to everybody individually, but I was just, I didn't have patience. I didn't want to hear it. I just, let me do my thing. I need to do me right now, <laughs> and that's not a side that people usually see of me, and I apologize to everybody for that, but I appreciate everybody understanding. Um, it's just a level of pressure that I've never felt, and this is what happens when you get under a new a new level of pressure. You figure out what cracks and you figure out how to fix it. Yeah. So moving forward, I, I will fix it. There was one There was one moment where we just got to Emily and Tom's little area there outside Margaritaville. Evan Carmichael had just left basically. And you want to talk about overwhelm. He basically, and this is the best part, like he went through our YouTube analytics and told us all the things we're doing wrong. Yeah. And if you're going to learn YouTube from anyone, Evan Carmichael's your guy. So it was unbelievably we're so grateful for that. It's awesome. We're going to we're going to definitely make some really necessary changes to really help more people. But right after that, it was like really difficult to collaborate because the gym closed at 11. It's like 9:30. Yeah. We have to go back to the Airbnb and change to try to get to the gym and everybody wants to hang out naturally because they all want to spend time with us. And there was one moment where I'm like talking to you and you're I could tell he's in the most unresourceful state ever and I'm just like okay Alan don't push any buttons just let's just go to the gym like let's just get in the car and let's go to the gym we ended up pulling a few audibles and it all ended up working out but I honestly think you handled it very well I um, appreciate that I, I have a high standard of the way I treat other people and you know me it's like I always want people to leave their time like leave after they meet me having a higher respect and a higher um just just thinking I'm better than I, I they thought I would be, basically. I don't ever want to let anybody down. That's my thing. I don't ever want to meet somebody and them leave and be like, oh, he was kind of a dick in person. And that's that's always on my mind at, at all given time. But I was just, I was so, I can't even describe. I don't know how to even put it in words how overwhelmed I was. It was a lot. It was the, it was the hardest weekend of my entire life. But it was the, also the most amazing weekend of my entire life. So I like that those two go hand in hand. They do. You just have to, you have to know where to look. Right. You have to know where to look. All right, so next question, here we go. My goodness. So it was your idea to do this episode on state. Yes. My question for you is, simple, why now, 
And what do you hope the listeners take away from this episode that you believe will help them the most? My goal, one of my goals is to master emotional intelligence and being not only with other people, but myself. I want to be able to control my emotional, like, well-being and my temper. That's something I'm really good at. I'm very patient, more patient than I've ever been. And in this, this was, this was kind of the time where I felt out of control and I haven't felt out of control emotionally in a long time. Mm. And it just made me realize that if you're struggling on the day-to-day to control your emotional state, I literally am reframing reframe 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 like how am i feeling oh, i feel a little bit overwhelmed what is what i'm about to say a reflection of my overwhelm or is it a reflection of who i am as a person character if versus a, overwhelm exactly yeah. i usually fall back on character this weekend i fell back on overwhelm and i think that's the first time it's it's happened consistently because it happened more than once it wasn't just like one time yeah it's just i couldn't i literally couldn't do it <laughs> dude i i sensed it so much especially when we were in the truck you had a client, a friend and business partner, and then your girlfriend all in the truck at the same time, and we had more to get done and not enough time. Yeah, it was just, it it was was just a, lot. a lot. It yeah. was a lot. And it's like, I'm I'm the guy who does the schedule. Usually, yeah. And everybody else wants to do other things, which is, of course you do. You're in Florida. Like, of course you want to have fun. Right. And here I am, like, no, we need pain. We just have to <laughs> right. do what has to get done. Right. We know. Pain. So I do appreciate, I, yeah. again, I appreciate Taryn so much. I appreciate everybody that was... Unbelievably flexible and unbelievably supportive, and that yeah, was awesome. It was. It was. Awesome it was a weekend. dream come true. It was a dream come true. It really was. That's the takeaway. I want you, like, if you're watching, listening, this was a dream come true. This is part of growing pains. This is all this is. Yeah. I will figure this out. I always do. But in order to figure something out, you have to know first that you're not. You don't have it figured out. For the listeners, yes. How do you believe you handled this weekend from zero to ten? Okay. And. In hindsight, what would you do differently if you could go back? Uh, in, in regards to the state, 0 to 10? In regards to, basically, what part of your character do you wish you held more true to? Um, I guess, what would you do differently if you could go back to try to mitigate some of these overwhelming So things? you spoke about this recently, and you said it's sometimes it's hard to get a result while also not hurting feelings. Oh, yeah. And I think this was the first time I ever experienced that, because there was... When you're sitting down at dinner with Evan Carmichael and he says, pull out your laptop, let's go over your YouTube you analytics, you have to do it. You have to do it. And, and Regardless of anyone else's feelings. Yeah, it's like, I don't care about dinner. Right. I don't care about dinner anymore. I have to care about this. This is macro. So for me, that was kind of the first time I ever experienced that, really. Um, so I think when it, came, when it came to getting results, 10 out of 10. Right. 10 out of 10 on results. Okay. When, when it came <laughs> to the relationship Makes sense. part. Yeah. Um, They're sometimes conflicting. That's what I want people to realize. Like, this is. Please listen to what Kevin's going to say here because when you're very results driven for a macro goal, in other words, Evan Carmichael trying to teach us YouTube is a must. You do not get coached by Evan Carmichael no. on YouTube for like out of nowhere. That's like a very expensive thing yeah. that yeah. right now we cannot afford. Yeah. So, like, this is a must, okay? Now, when you have a must for a result, guess what falls to the wayside? Other people's priorities. And relationships. I can't even tell you how many times I've been in this position Kevin's about to describe. Please understand that there will be times in your life where you must prioritize a result above the feelings of others. And it's what you do about it and how you handle it that will make the difference. It's, I'm going to use an analogy. And it's not, it's not this cut and dry. And I don't want to make it seem like it's life or death. But if you're in a fire and somebody's dragging you out, like I don't care if it hurts you when I'm dragging you out. I'm trying to save your life. It doesn't matter if it hurts. Mm. It's my job. I'm trying to save your life. Like, result over feeling. 
My job is to keep you alive. If you get a few bumps and bruises, that's part of it. Right. Like, that's acceptable. And in this, it was like, yeah, it's not life or death, but, like, this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity right. that I'm s- sitting next to Evan Carmichael, and he says, pull out your laptop, let's go over your YouTube analytics. Where else could you do that? Never. Yeah, right. Never, never. Yeah. And again, that's why I have to commend the people, like, understanding yeah. this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Yeah, there's a photo of us, just, fo- like, yeah. four of them. Phil, me, you, Alex, Evan. That's it, yeah. And I think that's it, but yeah. we're all hovered over this laptop in the middle of dinner, where Evan is going through our YouTube analytics and teaching us so many cheat codes that we would never know because he's been in the industry for 10 years. Yeah. And you just, so anyone who wanted to go to the beach or hang out with us after that, they had to understand that we're not here for dinner anymore. Yeah, yeah it's hard. It's very hard, but I think, the, uh, so I'll say, I think I did it. When it came to, comes to results, I think I think I did 10 out of 10. I, could, I couldn't have asked for any more. That was so much more than I expected. When it comes to interpersonal relationships, I would say six. Okay. Perfect. Those are sometimes, if if results was a ten, it makes sense that yeah. the other one is slacking. Yeah. What would you do differently to handle it with more grace? Dude, so, I can't even tell you how many times I've been in that position. Yeah. No. I trust me. I I uh, admire. I admire it because it's something I'm not used to. I think that one thing I could have done far better at is explain to others where I was. I think I wanted to sh- to shoulder the the load. I wanted to be able to handle it all, and I know like. I'm sure if I said, I'm very overwhelmed right now, can you guys give me a minute? Or, I'm very overwhelmed right now, like, I right. I can't talk about this. Communicate, rather than pretend you're R- fine. Right. Because you, everybody knows you're not fine, they just think you're being a dick. <laughs> right. Where if you're vulnerable and you explain exactly what's going on, right. they're going to be more empathetic rather than reactive. That's so true. And that was my fault. They're going to take it as a... He needs help rather than an attack. Yeah, it's either way. It's a cry for help, right? right. No matter what. Either way, it's a cry for help. One of them might actually get help, right? And one of them is going to get a result, like a reaction. It's a and breakthrough for me. That was a breakthrough for me too, because I didn't tell Taryn I was overwhelmed. Really, I just I tried to show it. The problem was I was showing it by being, you know, very short tempered, snippy, yeah. and snippy. That's, I guess that's a good word. <laughs> um, where I could have said, "Hey, babe, like." I'm so overwhelmed right now. Can you just support me? And she would have. I know she would have. She always does. Right. I just didn't do a good job. She did of, anyway, man. She did. I know she did. It was so impressive. I, I was so surprised. That, like, and again, I don't think you did anything wrong. Trust no, me. No, I've been I here know, a million I times. I appreciate but it. But there's certain things that you'd say that you normally wouldn't. Right. And I'm like, oh well, there's there's reverting to your training. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> we'll throw. We'll take one quarter out of the out of the piggy, piggy <laughs> well, bank I'm, there. I'm unbelievably grateful that she, number one, got to see behind the scenes a little bit of like what I'm like when I'm not. I'm not the version that she sees. Like, she sees me work, but she's never seen me like that. I've never been there. So, of course, she couldn't see me. I've never seen myself that way either. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm so grateful for the support. And, you know, we talked when we got home. We're actually, I'm going to call her on the way home tonight because she wanted to talk about my takeaways from the event because she, you know, she has her takeaways. I have mine. And now that they've settled a little bit, I'm sure we'll have different ones. Sounds good. Speaking of settling a little bit, Go that's on. what we're doing, scratching the surface on. Shaking the snow globe. Oh, wow, strong work. Right. What a segue. Getting Who's the, the host snow here? globe shaken. Wow. And um, basically, that's what we talk about. Events like this, weekends like this, growing pains like this, shake the snow globe. They make you question yourself, your actions, your thoughts, your feelings, and, and what lands will be a bigger, better you. I was telling the people that came down from Hyperconscious Nation, huge shout out to them, by the way. Seriously. For, for flying in and driving in. Devazio cut. Yeah, in an accident, and yeah, he still made it. it. Just kept kept driving, savages, Savage. savages. But um, I told all of them like, just prepare yourself. This is going to shake the snow globe. When you get home, give it a couple days. You'll see what lands. Nothing is 
set in stone here. Right. You know, just make sure you figure out how you feel in a couple days, see what lands, see what doesn't, and that's exactly what the next episode is going to be on. You got anything else? We're hmm. way over, but this was, uh, it's Florida wrap-up. Like, you know, it is what it is. I just want to tell everyone how grateful I am um, that you're on this journey with us. And this weekend was a huge, huge dream come true. And my biggest takeaway, I just want to give it to everybody here. I could never have, there's a lot about this weekend that I did anticipate, that I did calculate, that I did work hard for specifically, but there's so much that I could never have anticipated. And that's the level of, I felt so incredibly valued and I've realized that I've I've really impacted a lot of people's lives and they've impacted my life my life so much. And I just want to double and triple down on all of the, the hard work and sacrifices because you'll have moments in your life where all the hard work you have this overwhelming moment of gratitude. And everything you've done up to that moment that was challenging becomes worth it in an instant. Not only worth it, but more than worth it, where you do it again over and over and over again for that moment, that 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 overwhelming moment where you're just so incredibly grateful. That's what this weekend was for me. And every time I have one of those, big or small, I always say, that's why you do what you do. Keep doing it. And um, none of this would be possible without all of you. Yeah, I second what Alan said. I... So on the way to the airport, we were flying home. Taryn said, "What was your like? What was your favorite part?" And I loved sharing the stage with amazing speakers. I loved sitting down and having dinner with Evan Carmichael. Um, I loved all of that. I loved meeting people. But it was amazing seeing members of Hyperconscious Nation connect. Like we're in a group chat now. They're all going to be masterminding. That's what this is all about for myself and for Alan. Is like we want to help you guys change your lives. Not just by listening to this podcast. Not just by building positive habits, but connecting to like-minded people right because that's sometimes the hardest part seeing them connect might have been the coolest it was thing amazing ever. it was amazing when we were at that dinner it was the most hyper-conscious room ever yeah it okay was amazing and it they were all loving the conversations they were having with each other for me that was the best part yeah seeing them connect yeah yeah it was unbelievable it was it was a dream come true and i can't wait for the next event like this where we can have more members of hyper-conscious nation I feel very in alignment. I feel very good. I feel very full. I'm very fulfilled. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, we are just getting started. We want to do more of those events, and we hope to see you at the next one. Five Minute Clinic, I will be sharing another really nostalgic story, that overwhelming moment of gratitude. I just wanted to tease that here because I had one of the greatest moments of my life this weekend that I want to share on that episode. Ladies and gentlemen, we hope you enjoyed this as much as we enjoyed recording it and as much as we enjoyed reflecting on what was truly, truly, truly an incredible four-day weekend of just dreams coming true. And as Alan mentioned, up next on Scratching the Surface, we're going to talk about what happens when you get your snow globe shook and finding out what lands. Shook. Shook. I like it. All right. Ten-second blip. Um, From Kevin. Yeah. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Your state is often a reflection of how you are feeling in the moment. And if you do not control it, a short-term failure can lead to long-term failure. Okay. Does that make any sense? <laughs> yeah, kind of. Cool. Strong word. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we hope you enjoyed. We will talk to you on Friday. Talk to you soon. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so very much for listening to another episode of the Hyperconscious Podcast. 
Going hyperconscious will absolutely change your life because if you understand why something is the way it is, now you have the power to change it. If you going hyperconscious with us has changed your life in any way, please share this episode with one of your friends because the more people that go hyperconscious, the better this world's going to be for everybody. And if you would kindly leave us a five star review on iTunes, that would help us make more people hyperconscious and we would be greatly appreciative. Thank you. Bye.